I want to talk to you about caffeine. That's funny because that is what I am sipping on and that's going to get me through these next few hours. Yeah, so that's I, that's exactly what I want to chat about. So like uh, six six weeks ago, probably about six weeks ago, I sure. said, I, I phoned you and I said, hey, Pete, you know, I, I even though we record in the evening, we usually record af- after dinner. Right. Um, I said, I grabbed myself a coffee before mm. we, we started recording sure. and I drank it just before the episode and sort of through the first half of the episode. And I just felt like I was friggin' switched on. Like I was ready to go and just record and had the energy I needed. Um, and so I said, I think caffeine is the new, uh, is the key. Mm. Um, and you said, oh, interesting. And, mm. and that you were going to do it as well. And so I'm yeah. very curious. Sure. Um, what does that look like for you? Because it keeps changing for me. Like my my caffeine delivery method, interesting, uh, keeps changing. Yep. Um. So so what are you drinking right now that has I caffeine am, in it? I am not a coffee drinker at all. I love the smell of coffee. I love it being brewed. But my go to drink, if I want something caffeinated, or if I just want it for the taste of joy that it brings me, I drink an ice cap. Which to those that don't live in Canada, it's a Tim Hortons drink. It's a, it's like a a, a frappuccino, an yeah, iced pretty much coffee drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. What All about right. and from the sounds of you, it's kind of changing, revolving a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I've done coffee. I think the first couple of weeks were coffee. Mm. Last week was a uh, a sugar sugar free monster. So an energy oh. drink. Yes. Um, and this week actually is a uh, is our sponsor, um, Coca Cola Energy, <laughs> um, which I guess is it's it's a Coke, but it's got like ninety milligrams of caffeine in it. Oh, um, hmm. Coke Zero. It's a Coke Zero with, mm. with a shit ton of caffeine. Okay, and so yeah, hmm. yeah, neat. So that's what I'm drinking. Sponsor. Yeah, I'm interested drink, how it influences drink, drink the Coke. episode. You know when you you know when you're sitting in uh, this always happens to me if I go to the movies. So this mm. is uh, it's an ap- appropriate segue. For you're sure. You're sitting in the movies and the pre-roll is happening. Okay. And all of a sudden there's a commercial that comes on and for the first 90 seconds of this commercial there's no indication about what the hell this commercial is about. Oh, it's just yeah. like People in a field loving life, people sitting on the back of a tailgate, <laughs> right. someone learning how to scuba dive, someone kissing roses and dropping them into the grave and onto the casket of their <sighs> grandfather. Like just Whoa. all these all these these different scenes and it's always got kind of like a Instagram filter kind of look to it. And you think to yourself, This is a Coke commercial, isn't it? And then <laughs> sh- sure enough, five seconds later, all of these people are still doing the things that they were doing, but they're doing it with a Coke in their hand. Right, yeah. And I also love when they, they tell you Olympic athletes drink right. su- sugary syrup water that yeah. will clog or, your arteries and, yeah. or, you know, Or a, McDonald's is else. supporting the Olympics, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, there's one other thing I want to talk to you about. Sure, yeah. Uh and this is this is this is like a public service announcement. It's not movie related. It's I feel, just I feel like this is where people have been coming for their PSAs recently. There's been mm-hmm. a few. There's been a few, and I'm curious where this well, one's going. 
A lot of our PSAs in the past, I feel, have been kind of ranty. Public shower related ranty. Yeah, and this this one's not ranty. Ooh. I, I, I think proceed. we you know, we can all just dim the lights a little. Uh, okay. uh take a sip of our common chamomile. Okay, I've done both of those things, okay. Yep. Uh and I just want to talk to you about what's on my heart. Okay. Uh and the fact that right now so every so often I I like to do soul searching. Mm. And not necessarily by that name, but I I find myself in positions in life where I'm just evaluating, you know, taking a step back, breathing and evaluating what is important to me, what matters. Right. Where am I headed? Is it where I want to be headed? Moments um, of reflection. Yeah. And I'm currently having a, 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 you know, a period of my life where I'm reflecting a lot. Okay. Uh, and... It's I just I just want to to talk about how incredible it can be when you have a group of friends mm. who transcend a friendship and mm. become family. Oh yeah, there's yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and and I don't know, that's just been what's on my mind the last couple of days. Is just cool. that that th- there's no. There's no, you know, blood prerequisite to being family. Right. Sure. That family is, is, you know, is, is just being there for each other, caring mm-hmm. about each other, worrying about each other, having each other's backs. Right. Um, and so join our family by clicking <laughs> on the social media links. Right. Yeah. Post it down below. You can, you can transcend the friendship. Yes. Level with us. Yes. Friendship and, and is or family, family is not necessarily blood ties, but it's the actions behind what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, just by clicking a couple of links below, you can become our cousin Vinny or our creepy Uncle Jerry. Mm. Um, the choice is up yeah. to you. The one that you know hugs you a little too tightly at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. That could be you. That could. Mm, yeah, that I could guess. be you. Yeah. Uh, Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. Right. So we are, yeah, that's true. We're going to be talking about a movie today. I, for, I forgot all about that. Um, wow. We, yeah. we continue our journey back in time where episode by episode, we go year by year and uh, pick some movies. You guys vote on which movie to review. And this episode was featuring movies from 2010. And mm, uh, Scott very Pilgrim. Very good year. It actually, yeah, there was, there were some solid, solid flicks there were a, it was a, it was a hard friggin vote not only was I'm it saying. a hard well actually it was a hard vote but it was it, the votes were so close there were quite a few very well received films but they were all quite popular yes yeah 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 mhm um but yeah scott pilgrim ultimately uh came through um yeah, the film where michael Sarah decides to play the same character again <laughs> right yeah have you ever seen him act any differently in any film ever you know i'm really i can't no if it comes through partway through the episode i'll let you know but it's not it's not happening in my mind no. right now he just plays this he's and i think he's like 83 or something and but <laughs> pulls off a high school student incredibly well <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eighty-three or something. Um, uh, yeah. You've got some trivia to, I, to I kick do. us off with. I do. Um, so the first part is not a question. It's more just like I want to share some some little gold nuggets here. So f- we'll get into this in the episode, but it's set in Ontario, Canada, specifically Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. And so my, kind of my hometown. Kind of days. your hometown. This is like a hometown Represent. boy. Yeah. Uh, I reckon I recognized some some sets if that's. Ooh. Neat. I was like, oh, man, it's cool. It's like it's being you know, this was shot in my backyard. Right. Well, I'm going to give some little gold nuggets of things that you and I probably appreciated because we understood the references. Other Canadians may have noticed it. Other people outside of Canada probably wouldn't have. Or um, Looking least... at you, Grunman. Yeah, <laughs> you buddy. Uh, so these are the four that came across to me. I may have missed some uh, when they said, hey, let's go to Pizza Pizza for a slice. Mm-hmm. They were driving down the road and I saw a home hardware sign on mm-hmm. uh, on a storefront uh, when one of the I think it was one of the main characters said this band is from Brampton but for me the biggest yeah. and the coolest was the yeah. whole scene of the kind of the fight sequence I guess you'd call it set at Toronto's own Casaloma that was yeah. for the win right there exactly yeah exactly. very very cool things to see on on the big screen it was because it's it's I don't know as a Canadian um and specifically as an Ontarioan on, mm. Ontarian yep um you know we watch these movies and I I have found myself thinking in the past uh, like if there's a film set in New York right um like a lot of movies are filmed in Toronto and mm. not a lot of movies are take place in Toronto Yes, that's right. right. They'll make Toronto look up to be like it's something else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so, you know, but uh, typically if a movie's shot in New York, it's set in New York. Mm. Um, yeah. And so I have, I've found myself thinking in the past, uh, are people like, you know, people are watching this fight sequence or this racing thing uh, and thinking, oh shit, like that's my house. Like you know, or like that's right. that's where I that's where I bank, or right. that's where that's that's where I get my bagel on Tuesday mornings, right there. Yeah, that's where you know that's where my uh, my cheating ex husband, that's where you know his mistress lives. Like all of these these <laughs> things that stick out to them mm-hmm. uh, as familiar locations and kind of pulls them in, and and we don't as as Canadians we don't often get that. No, um, and so. This film is kind of, uh, it's kind of a fun exception. It's 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 an right. opportunity for us to watch and go, oh yeah, like this. I'm I'm being pulled into this world because I know these locations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. It's not some it's not some pizza chain that I've never heard of, but yeah, maybe it, it probably, I guess, does it exist in the States? Is that a real place? I don't know. It probably is. I don't know. Right. No, it's like, oh yeah, pizza, pizza. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. I've never eaten there because, but I know of oh, it. Oh yeah. I, I, it's yeah, not, yeah. I've, I've, I've maybe been there once and there's a reason for that, but it's just cool yeah. to, to yeah. see yeah. it. There's a reason, there's a reason Coca-Cola is the sponsor of this episode and not pizza, pizza. <laughs> right. Unless... Unless, if Pizza Pizza wants to sponsor an episode, I will hey. eat exclusively Pizza Pizza for like, you know, the next six months. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like as far as pizza goes. I mean, I'm going to eat other things other than pizza pizza, but I For won't me- eat other Medically pizzas. speaking, I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of cheese. For that's the, a lot of cheese. It's a lot of grease. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. my actual question for you is 2010 was kind of unique because it was the first time five animated films were in the top 10 highest grossing film list of the year. Oh my God. It's quite a 2010. few. 2010. 2010. Can you name these five animated films that made the top 10 grossing worldwide? Oh, 2010. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like, I'm trying to think big animated films. Right. Uh, and like when they would have come out. Mm, yeah. Um, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking things like Despicable Me. That's one. Uh, okay. So that's one, yep. Um, so then I'm also thinking things like, Mega Mind? No, that's not one. No, okay. No. How many how many strikes do I get? Uh just just verbalize some names and we'll just kind of go yeah, no, yeah. Okay, no, okay. So yeah, despicable no. me, uh yep. cloud, cloudy with a chance of meatballs? No, sorry. Hmm, that was mm. kind of my <laughs> There's there's one that you you know it that Those you just don't know it yet. Three go to uh 2010 was that like sh- was one of the Shrek films the last like Shrek the Shrek Forever After? That's that's the second one or that's okay. two of the five yeah two of them. Um, something something probably something Pixar. Um, Toy Story three. That's one. Boom boom boom. I okay. I, I thought that you would have said that immediately, but it's hard to uh, remember exactly. Well, I was just was that, wasn't. Yeah, it's yeah, like 2009. Sure it's a 2011. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but now I'm going, holy crap, this was all 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, when did, when did, I haven't seen Princess and the Frog. When did that come out? Uh, it doesn't matter because that's not one of them. Because it's not one of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, could there be a second Pixar? Mm, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I'm looking at them and I'm not thinking that they're Pixar. I don't know what the hell else would have come out that would be a a, a big I'll, animated I'll t- feature. I'll tell you. I think the one you'll be like, oh yeah, okay. The one is okay. How to Train Your Dragon. Oh. Uh, okay. The other, the other, and I don't think that's Pixar. I do not think. Um, no, no, that's uh, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Okay. The other, I'm surprised it's on here. Uh, cool film, fun film, but I'm surprised it's in the top ten. Uh, Tangled. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think it was No, that, that doesn't surprise me. Tangled Tangled is great. But yeah, so Tangled is a Disney. Mm-hmm. It's not Pixar, but it is Disney. Right. Um yeah, so so those that was the first year five animated films cracked the top 10 as far as worldwide grossing, and Toy Story 3 was the first animated film to gross 1 billion. Toy Story 3 was popular. Well, yeah, and to this day is the uh, final Toy Story film. So <laughs> that's right. That's true. That's what they say. A lot of pe- a lot of people don't think it is, but yeah. But I know yeah. better. You were yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about Scott Pilgrim. Let's do it up. Uh, what a unique movie. Oh, for sure. Uh, like. I just, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, 
what a like it's it's so stylistic. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, when they choose to uh spell out sound effects on the screen, like a, a door knock or something, or even even with the scene transitions where someone will, you know, walk through one door, uh, walk through the door out of their apartment and end up, you know, walking through the door of of the high school or something. Um just those transitions um I don't know. Yeah, it's just so so unique. Um, there are some very interesting and captivating cutting methods used for different scenes, and yeah, yeah it's very it's very captivating. Uh, that's how I would describe it. It it really yeah. catches your attention. I also find there's a really uh, there's a really interesting, fun turning point in this film, hmm. where up until this point, uh, you know, so the film starts out and. It's a little. It's very quirky, um, but it's it's very relatable in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, at least I found for someone for my generation, sure. I found it very relatable. Just sort of like high school teenage drama, young adult drama, uh, the rumor mill gossip. Um, you know, just the way that that kind of stuff worked was very. Uh, the w- the way the film depicts it is very reminiscent for me. Oh, cool! Um, and kind of kind of you know rings true in a lot of ways. Um, definitely quirky. Um, oh, for sure. But then there's this this there's this moment where as you're watching it, you're like, okay, it's a quirky movie, but it's fun. It's not too weird. Uh, and then the first evil ex boyfriend shows up. Mm, yeah. And comes crashing through, and and literally. The film goes from a from a six to a thirteen, and you're like, <laughs> "What is?" So I was watching it with my girlfriend who had never seen the film before, mm, um, I, and so I had he, something in common with her then. Yeah, so you watched it with my girlfriend. <laughs> no, I had something in common with her. Oh, you had never seen it before. Yes. Really? Yeah, and I watched it with your girlfriend. It, there, sorry, oh, there, there's a lot of things okay. going on here. Wow. Yeah, that's uh that's some inception. <laughs> For sure. Um but yeah, when the first super ex-boyfriend shows up or evil ex-boyfriend, mm. uh if you don't know that it's coming, mm. it's a what the hell is happening? Right. Like it's just so it becomes everything becomes so outrageous all at once. Um that it kind of I don't know it takes you for takes you for a bit of a a, a loop for a second mm-hmm. and then and then you quickly reclimatize to the to the new pace and and then you're you know you kind of strap back in oh yeah for sure so um yeah uh, I I think I had tried watching this with a group once and I, literally just like maybe 10 15 minutes in I just kind of was like, guys, I'm going home. See you later. And I never came back to it till we watched it this week. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, so what are your thoughts? Like having? Yeah. 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 You know, a little disappointing that there's there's practically no one in this film that anyone has heard of. But oh wait, no, sorry, it's the opposite. What I a was, friggin' cast! What a I loaded was like, cast! Pardon me. <laughs> what? Like it's just a ridiculous. Oh yeah. You know. 
Yeah, if if you didn't know who was in it going into it, then mm-hmm. then in moments when like all of a sudden Chris Evans shows up, yeah, uh, you're like, what, what the hell is yeah. happening? Like, how did they get him to be in this? Now, was it a bit like this was be- pre Marvel years? So like, um, was, was it because I think well, Captain America at least maybe maybe uh, uh, maybe not. Let me look it up. Yeah, because if not, it'd be close to. Uh, but yeah, when I was uh, watching 2011, 2011 was okay, the first so Avenger. Yeah, so. just a little bit before. Because yeah, yeah, when okay. I was watching the opening credits, like I was surprised. I was like, oh yeah, okay, Chris Evans, sure, yeah. Oh, uh, Anna Kendrick, okay. Oh, Brie Larson, okay. Like it just kept kind of kept hitting yeah. you and hitting you, and I'm like, wow, like wh- wow, <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, my my thoughts going, I, I guess kind of going into it and then after watching it i feel like this film definitely has a bit of connotation or subtext to it um just people absolutely love it and because i i never really saw it and what i saw i was like meh i i guess i was kind of the old man in the room where i'm like well it's just a film like get over yourselves so i i was never wrapped up in the frenzy i guess i'd call it because i feel like this film is super popular and those that lo- like it, love it. And in my conversations with people, I think they love the kind of the obvious things about it. So it's kind of like one of those contemporary films that I they'd probably say is a masterpiece because it's just so captivating, just the cutscenes and all that kind of stuff. And it blends comedy, romance. Uh, I, f- I felt like this film also kind of blended a bit of the rock band era. Like this came out came out when that was still kind of a thing. And a lot of nostalgic video game elements. So I I just don't think going into it or finishing it, it's not my type of film. So I'm not saying that it's poorly made. I'm not saying it's a bad film because there's definitely times that I laughed. There were times that I was like convinced that, hey, this is a good film for some people. It's just not my my perfect film. And um, yeah, I, I think it was definitely, I guess... I guess I was disappointed that it won, but after watching it, I'm like, I I can see why people voted for this. I understand. Yeah, it's it's definitely a cult classic. Like I don't know, um, I don't know how successful, if at all, it was from a box office standpoint. Mm. Um, but it's got kind of like a Rocky Horror Picture Show essence to it as far as its fanship right um, i can hear that, that. Yeah. you know you either you either get it um you and you think it's genius yep or you're like uh this is weird uh and it sounds like you fall maybe in more of the this is weird yeah I'm, and the, i'm not just saying this to appease people that are listening that like this film i i definitely fall more in the camp of like i can leave this it's just a film, but I did appreciate some things. And there were times I chuckled. There were times I thought that cut scene or that kind of sequence was visually just interesting. A lot of these, a lot of these comedically cut scenes where, you know, the girlfriend knocks on the door and then he's like jumping out the window or like, sometimes they were slapstick. Sometimes they were, I would say they were artistic. There were just a lot of very cool visuals. So there's a lot of things that I didn't fall blind to, or I wasn't just like, totally wanting to have nothing to do with but yeah i'd probably fall into that ladder right uh another actor we forgot to mention kieran culkin is in this right 
right? right? Macaulay Culkin's little brother plays um, <laughs> the the gay roommate. I did not know that. Right? Yeah, that's that's Whoa. Macaulay Culkin's little brother. And, and now that look I'm at, looking at a picture of him, I'm like, yeah, yeah you're, you're like, right. you're like, absolutely, of course. How did I not Macaulay like? Culkin's. That's why you looked familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Um, definitely something. So I had, mm, I think my only problem with this was that I just felt it was a little too drawn out and not, not the overall length of the film, just maybe the task of having seven X's. I felt seven was too many. I feel like just if it had been a few less, it would have been less daunting for me. That was just a me thing. Right. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I guess you've, you've, you feel like the movie's too long. No, not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird critique. I don't think the film was too long. I think if they, if the film could have been the exact same length, but if it had just been like less X's less about, we have to accomplish these seven different levels. I think I would have just been a little less fatigued by that concept. Right. Okay. But, um, one, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, sir. God. <laughs> one thing so th- i made a comparison to another film that kind of has this weird depicted reality and the films are nothing alike for so many reasons but it's still i've i uh, kind of got some vibes from it there was a film that was around the same time i forget if it was 2010 might have been 09 might have been 11 it was called sucker punch oh and, yeah and by it's no means was it film oh by no means was it good and yeah. the reason I'm bringing it up because it also had an alternate reality where, you know, the question at the end is, was this real? Was it not? And, you know, it's probably just the characters in the film had this kind of survival mechanism to escape reality. That's one theory. One is that it actually happened or whatnot. I, I'm just trying to, I guess, dig a little in the weeds here with Scott Pilgrim. Like, is this just a fun artistic film where there's all these, you know, like you said, con- like sound effects being spelt across the spe- scene and, you know, cut scenes and kind of fun things like that. Is it just that's what it's supposed to be? Or am I supposed to read into it a bit more that it's kind of depicted in the Toronto that we know, but more in a magical context? Uh, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I do remember while watching it thinking to myself, this is a film that you'll only enjoy if you just accept what you're being shown. Mm, yeah. Um, and and don't try to connect dots. Don't try to make a lot of sense of things. Sure. Don't 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 try to gain an understanding of the physics of this world, the laws of, of nature right. in, in in the the world that they're presenting to you. Mm-hmm. Just kind of take it as it comes. Uh and adapt quickly. Go, oh, mm-hmm. okay, this is a thing. Right. Oh, okay, okay. this is how that works. Um, right. And, okay. and if it doesn't work that way five minutes later, that's also okay. Right, right. Okay, fair um, enough. I do, yeah, so I I, I, I get that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sucker Punch is a movie that I saw with Aaron Mader. Nice. Um... Chris Schwartz and mm. Josiah Cabas. And we nice. watched it. We had like, we'd just come back from a camping trip. Oh, right on. Um, 
and watched it in this empty, like literally there was a couch and a TV and there was no other furnishing in this house. <laughs> uh, we watched it in this house and it was either Aaron or Chris who was like excited about this film. It was like, oh, mm. like, you know, I've heard a lot of really good things. We have to watch it. We have to watch it. We have to watch it. And so we all sure. sat down and watched it. Yeah. Already kind of burnt out from our camping trip. Oh. Uh, and we just sat and watched it. And I can't remember if it was Aaron or Chris that, that really wanted to watch it. I just remember the 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 overall mood was maybe this person's not our friend <laughs> Whoa. like why would someone recommend this shit no i think they were equally like everyone just kind of watched it and the movie mm. ended and we you know we looked at each other and we were like that was that was <laughs> not good right like well, that was yeah. really bad yeah i feel like that's one of those films that I walked into and I was like, hey, this could be quite good. And, yeah. you know, Oscar Isaac's in it and you're like, hey, I, I'm listening. And then you walk out and you have kind of a gross taste in your mouth and you're like, hey, you didn't live up to what I thought you'd be. Yeah. Well, I, and I've I've heard that from my mom recently and um, <laughs> it's kind of a sore spot, but. Huh? Uh, but I mean, it's also directed by Zack Snyder, right? The guy that gave us uh, Man of Steel and mm. um, Batman v Superman and the new highly awaited um, Snyder cut of Justice League. Hmm. Um, and so I, I guess he's a hit and miss actor or mm. director for some people. Sure. But anyway, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Mm hmm. Do you have anything else to say about this movie? Uh, not conceptually, not big picture wise, not on its merit or shortcomings. Um, a very nitpicky thing. Okay. Because yeah. I just, like, I'm in a position where I didn't show up. I didn't get into my closet to start recording this podcast prepared to <laughs> defend the movie. Like, oh, I, I didn't realize I was you, coming no. to bat for it. Yeah. Because I, I don't like. Because I don't like. I like this movie. I don't mm -hmm. love this movie. I'm. I. I don't. Oh, yeah. If someone. If someone wants to drop the. If someone wants to drop trow and pee on this movie, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to get upset. Right. But I'm just going to be like, well, don't pee on my copy. Right. Right. But and I'm not going to be like. It's not like Edward Scissorhands, where I'm going to be like, mm. you uncultured, unsophisticated piece of feces. What is the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah learn no, some class yeah no i in this film to me i actually have this as a note here i you know if i sat down and had a caffeinated drink with someone and they were trying to convince me that it was a good film i could probably accept that i'd be like hey lay down some points and i think i'd be pretty receptive to them i just think it's just not my type of film or at least right. or at least it's not my type of film that I'd want to watch repeatedly or, you know, every Christmas or Thanksgiving. It, I'm not going to go out and rush and buy the, the platinum copy on the 10th year anniversary. Right. So it has an 84% score, audience score. Um, yeah, that's solid. Is that, is that something that you think, uh, yeah, totally, that's... I can see that, or is that you think oh, people yeah, are a little sure. out to lunch? No, I think if it had like 
a, a high 90s, I think I'd be like, okay, I think that's a bit high, but 84 is reasonable for this film completely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm also looking up, uh, I want to find the budget. Oh, I yeah. I see what they spent. I feel like I looked at it and they were lucrative, but I forget what. No, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they it cost them $85 million to make this movie. Okay. Uh, and their box office was 48. So they lost by like- Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so definitely a cult classic. I'm surprised. Definitely not a movie that people loved to go see. Wow. But they just love to love it now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It definitely, because, uh, yeah, I think that's a, you hit the nail on the head. It definitely has a following for sure. Uh, and also the reason why we haven't gotten a sequel. Well, that's just what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, that's why there hasn't been one. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know where you would go. The movie I, ends and I, I don't think to myself, oh, no, I want to see what happens next. Yeah, I don't think there's anything left untold that we need to it's, see. It, it's pretty self-contained. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so zero to ten, this son of a gun for me. All right. Uh, again, on my scale, I gave it a 3.8 out of 10. So that just means, uh, <laughs> well, I guess it just means if I was at the cottage and it was raining and there was no Wi-Fi, I'd potentially watch this if there was a VHS copy. You gave um, it a three, you said? Three, three out of 10? Three, 3.8. 3.8, okay. Yeah. Um, so I definitely wouldn't rent it, definitely wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't get a babysitter and book a night off work and go see it in theaters. On Marshall right. scale, it was a little bit more fluid. It's somewhere between a three and a five out of 10. So- Okay. Yeah. Somewhere- That's very, that's very fluid. Oh, sorry. I misread that. I, I gave the score, obviously three years ago, or sorry, eight years ago, I walked away from it. So it literally would have got a three- when I watched it last week, sorry, I gave it a four or five out of ten. So it's oh, it's okay. somewhere in the middle. It's it's gained a it gained a few points for me actually viewing the whole movie. See, that makes more sense because I was I was going to say, well, if we can be fluid, this is uh, this is somewhere between <laughs> yeah. like a, a two and a ten for me. I right. That, I, it's, it's, when I said that, I was like, why did I give it a three between a three and a five? Like that's why did I even bother? But yeah, sorry, somewhere between a four and a five. Yeah, uh, I give this somewhere between a three and a five. Uh, you mean <laughs> four? That like, yeah, that's right. You want me to help you out with that math? Like, what's... yeah, somewhere between a one and a ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How about yourself? Cool. Uh, I give this a seven point three. Cool. Um, I think it's really good. I really, really like this movie. Um, yep. yeah. Like I said, I got no, I got no qualms. I don't come out of it going, eh, I didn't like that part. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I also. Uh, I also don't care enough to defend it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Fair like I, 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 you'll never, you, you're never gonna catch me getting in an argument about Scott Pilgrim because <laughs> I just don't care. You won't, you won't have. There won't. Let's just tell the audience. Let's spill the beans right now. We are not going to have an episode of a debate on St- Scott Pilgrim with Emily Mater as a judge. It's, it's not happening. It's oh shit! Not. Actually, that sounds like a great idea. Don't don't <laughs> don't tell people we're not going to do that. That sounds amazing. Let's do that. No, we're no. going to do it. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yep. It's gonna. That's that'll be our Christmas, our two hundredth episode <laughs> right. for Christmas in like you know twenty twenty two or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. However that comes um, out. I feel like the one thing that just resonated with me that is just on a very micro scale. 
I feel like you got to just spend the 100 bucks at Value Village and just buy your own mattress. Like, who wants to share a mattress with their roommate? Roommates snore. It's just get your own mattress. You got to do it. This yeah. is 2010. This is before bed bugs were a thing. Just go to Value Village, pick up a box spring or a, a mattress, and there you go. This actually, so that makes me think of the one, I think probably my favorite part in the movie, and it's so subtle, and I don't think it's meant to be anyone's favorite part of the movie. Sure. Um, but there's there's a uh, there's a point where Scott's uh, high school girlfriend, or the 17-year-old the, the girlfriend who he's trying to oh, yeah. escape, shows mm. up at his apartment. Sure. And uh, his gay roommate answers the door. I can't think of his name. What's his name? Oh, uh... Keep talking, I'll let you know. It is um, Wallace. Is that, Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, because I don't I don't I don't want to describe him as the gay roommate because that's no. irrelevant. But Wallace. Yep. Wallace answers the door and she's looking for Scott. Um and he says, No, actually, uh she's like, Is Scott here? And you just see in the background Scott like fly through the air through the window, breaking mm-hmm. the window. Yep. Uh and he's just like, ah, he just stepped out. Like, yeah, and I don't know I why it. to me it's that so was good. so funny. So but it's good. it's the little moments like that that are mm. exaggerated realities. Um, yeah, very dry, very dry. Very dry, very because Wallace doesn't flinch at all. Wallace just <laughs> right. Yeah. Ah, he just stepped out. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. There were a lot of uh, things like that where I, I chuckled for sure. What'd you watch this week? I watched two films, okay. And uh, right. we have this Calm new down. process. We're not really recommending films to each other, just on the exception. So I'm watching a film that was on my to-do list that you recommended to me. It's part of a trilogy, uh, is pointed out by one of our Twitter followers. They commented on a post of ours, and I did find this out. But yeah, I watched the third part of a trilogy without watching the first two, 2003's Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. Definitely interesting. Okay. Um, Enrique Iglesias, eh? That was definitely... I Like, I knew he was in it, forgot he was in it, then watched it, and then was surprised he was in it. That was, and then, pow. Yeah. I think I really, really enjoyed probably the first hat, probably the first three quarters of this film. Hmm. I got swept up in kind of what the story was building towards and kind of the approach to the climax. And I think just the film kind of took a left where I would maybe want to write or maybe just kind of went in a different direction. So I okay. don't think the ending quite lived up to the magnitude I was hoping to for it to sure. build up to. Um, so a few, a few things had, had a different trajectory towards what I was expecting. It probably could have been in the eight to nine range. But even with that, I gave it a 7.2 out of 10 and on Marshall scale, a six or a seven. So even though I didn't really kind of love where it went or at least thought it could have had a bit more potential i still thought it was a very solid film i don't think i don't think scores like that can be referred to as anything but admirable oh yeah for sure definitely yeah. worth a few and i'm i'm definitely intrigued now to watch the other parts of this trilogy because i enjoyed and was captivated by this and i haven't seen the other parts either yeah this oh yeah just you know yeah i've just seen this one I feel like just like Scott Pilgrim, Once Upon a Time is definitely a film where every scene has someone new who's definitely like a massive movie star. Like so yeah. many people che- were in it. Cheech Marin is in it. Yep. Johnny Depp is in it. Like yep. They just keep popping up. Eva Mendez. Oh, yep. so many people. 
Yeah. I definitely I I wrote this down. It's not not my favorite film with Once Upon a Time in the title, but it was a solid film. Hmm. Okay. My, well, I mean it didn't have it didn't have Leo in it, so <laughs> if it, it was, had it Leo was, in it, I would have It was never been... going to take that uh the throne. <laughs> yeah. Um so the only other film I watched this week which made the exception of I am recommending it to you. It is oh. remarkable enough that I definitely want you to view it and we'll talk about it next week. We'll probably even talk about it a bit off microphone. I want you to watch this film. I believe it's from 2015 called Irrational Man. Have you seen it? No, I have not. I've never it even heard of it. It has great actors in it who I adore and I think you adore as well. Okay. Emma Stone. Ooh. And the one, the only, just wait, Irrational Man, Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh. Yeah. Color me intrigued. I will read the synopsis. And what doesn't give anything away. Doesn't give anything away. On a small town college campus, a philosophy professor in existential crisis gives in his or gives his life new purpose when he enters into a relationship with his student. That is very interesting. So I would recommend that you watch it and the audience can check it out too. Teachers aren't, um, I feel like when teachers have feelings for students, <laughs> things get complicated. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Check it out. I'm so curious to pick your brain after you watch it. Okay. Slim pickings, what? but. Um, <laughs> what did you watch this week? Um, I only watched, is this true? Did I only watch one film? Mm-hmm. Did I? Uh, no, I watched two films. Interesting. Um, yeah, I watched two. Uh, the first one, I, re- I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, you had seen it once before, right? Seen it once before. Cool. Uh, just put this on to kind of fall asleep to, so I didn't even watch it all the way through. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. Does that mean it's good, like relaxing, or it's bad that it put you to sleep? Uh... I don't know. It it means it was <laughs> it was it was there. And so For sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh the other one I watched, and this is really interesting okay. because mm. I too oh. am invoking the right <gasps> to recommend a film. And and just to clarify with the audience, we might not talk about it for a week, might be no, to be two weeks. It's just on our list and we have to watch it eventually and we'll get to it. Yes, I think you'll want to get to this one sooner than later. I think. Oh, you it will... stars. It stars Leonardo, eh? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but I do think you'll want to prioritize this one. Okay, I'm all ears. I I watched the Invisible Man. Oh, like the the new the new one the new horror film. Yep, horror, horror thriller, The Invisible Man. Sure. And oh my God. <laughs> I cannot recommend this highly enough. Really? Just just chilling. Like Really? Everything okay. they do everything they do in it is very subtle. Okay. Um but it's it's it they set it up, they set up the premise really well. So even before anything gets going, it's it's an upsetting situation. 
Okay. And and because they have an upsetting foundation that they build on, mm. everything just just kind of gets you a little bit further, a little bit further. Sure. Yeah. The Invisible wow. Man. I'm I am Very intrigued. Good. Intrigued. Yeah. So that's it. That's 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 my viewership of the week. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So wrap up this bad boy and slip it into someone's mail slot. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't already, please check out the links below and like, follow, subscribe officially if you haven't already done so. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are our main platforms. That's where you can follow all our newest information and you can vote on the films that we review. Uh, Also below, you can check out our Patreon page if you feel interested in supporting the show. If you're not at that level of support yet, that's totally cool. Thank you for listening. But if you could give us a comment or a like on any of our episode posts, be greatly appreciated. Yeah, what he said. And thank you, Coca-Cola, for, for uh, you know, giving us I don't us know the... if legal... I, I, don't, I feel like legally we have to say Coca-Cola didn't... doesn't <laughs> endorse the movie men at all. I guess we should clarify. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Sprite, actually. <laughs> yes. Mellow Yellow. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. No, n- n- none of them. None of them want anything to do with us. No. They're not our real dad. What? Is there something? Do we need to go deeper with something here? No, no, are no. Continue. No, we're good. No. Digging up, uh, digging up an old bone? No, no. We're good. We're cool. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay.